Everybody, it is here. We are here. But uh, we're missing a few of the, our friendly friends. We like to call them the old crew, Bobo and uh, Saul. But we got we got Pole, we got Coop and Drewby. It's, you know, it's one of those boring weeks in the PGA Tour. Some would call it the John Deere. No, but, you know, it was another shootout again at the Rocket Mortgage. But, you know, before we get into it, I just want to say congratulations, Ricky Fowler. Welcome back. To Got Thunder. off the snide. Yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, Drewby, I mean, you must have been crying almost, right? No, I'm not as big of a fan as I was. Congratulations to Ricky. But I will say it's 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 hard to watch the guy. Really thought he was going to choke it again. It's incredible. I've never seen someone that plays so much better when they're chasing rather than when they're holding the lead. The shot he hit to force the playoff, the shot he hit to win in the playoff was truly remarkable, and I'm just happy for him to finally happen, and hopefully that leads to a major championship win. But, yeah, what a what a great what a great time for him. That was so could, awesome to see. And you could tell the relief. That came out of him too when he made when he made that winning putt. Oh my god, you you just saw him like zero reaction, just a just a deep breath. I mean, his caddy had a, had an unreal reaction there. I, I'm happy for him. Uh, again, one of the great guys on tour. Um, it's just good to see him back in the winner's circle again. Yeah, um, the reaction, but also like they kind of had to cut the Amanda Balliano's interview short because of the playoff and they got to move on to 60 minutes, whatever the hell's next on the network. But uh, you could tell if he kept talking for like a couple more questions, he was starting to cry. Mm-hmm. He was getting, he was getting emotional. So I don't know. It's it's good to see. And I'm glad it finally happened because he's been playing some great golf. I know we talk about Scotty Scheffler and all the top 12, whatever finish he's had. Hasn't finished worse than 12th. I think Ricky's got like the second most top tens or something. He's been playing well all year. So it was bound to happen. And hopefully this kind of breaks the ice and he kind of gets on a roll like he like he has in the past. And it goes through the highs and lows of the tour as well. You see him, you'll see him back in, you know, mid to mid 2010s on top of his game, very close to winning majors. And then just a period of time where he just couldn't figure it out, had a bad swing. He had the swing there change a swing, uh, change a swing coach and just go through, just go through the rut that many players mentally can't think, can't think about getting out of. And it's just for him to get out of, get out of that. And finally, um, finally come full circle is just a great thing to see. I will say real quick, also a credit to him probably one of the most difficult swing changes ever made in PGA Mm -hmm. history. I know that may be a hot take to some, but from how laid off he was to it's easier to go from really high hands like JT to more laid off. It's harder to go from laid off to really higher on plain hands. And to make that change when he could have easily with how much money he's made in his career, not just on the golf course, but endorsements. I mean, the guy has a walking endorsement could have easily just packed it in and said, whatever, you know what? I'm married. I have a kid could have even gone to live. Probably was, I think offered a crap ton of money for that. So to make those changes, to go back to Butch, which I'm so happy he did because he played his best golf with Butch and to finally see the results is just awesome. And we can hope that this is kind of the start of, another Ricky run, like when he had all those second place finishes and the majors kind of 
hoping he breaks through. Who knows? Maybe the British Open soon will will be the week for him. Also, it may be a boring week on the PGA Tour, although we don't really consider any weeks boring on this podcast because we love those names that are playing in the John Deere this week. But U.S. Women's Open week mm-hmm. at Pebble. I mean, we got we to talk about that. That's exciting. It's going to be cool to see the ladies play at Pebble. I mean, can't remember the last time we've seen that, and the course looks great. Rose Zhang. Uh, I know I want to talk about Michelle Wee's last sort of event and all the attention that's getting, but yeah, I, I think we got to talk about that too, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, look to wrap it up on the rocket. Um, yeah. Like you took the words from my mouth, Ricky, his swing just looks incredible. I mean, thank God for Butch Harmon still going back to him. And, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't have been happier to see him to get it done i mean like i i thought he was gonna choke as well i mean i didn't right when i saw morikawa making that run i'm like there's no way ricky's birdie in this last hole no way but he stuffed it and then i was like yeah maybe maybe he's got a chance and he did um birdie in the playoff hole to to seal the deal but um, i'm really really happy for him and um you know like you said it's not easy to do what what he did and where he came from so when he three putted on the par five, I thought it was over. I really thought it was yeah. over. When he missed the yeah. four footer for birdie, I thought, hey, this is the end of it. So credit to him because I feel like old Ricky, not old, old Ricky, but like Ricky of like the past three, four years would have just kind of like fell off and that would have been that. But the the jailbird remained hot and he made he made the birdies and he hit some great iron shots. And also like another reason why I kind of thought he would uh kind of fall off after that because his drives after that like they weren't terrible but you know how thick the rough was there he's missing the fairway by like two yards and he was getting screwed and he was in some thick lies so i mean hey he came through and uh great for him i want to talk about the u.s women's open i want to get your guys's opinion yeah something that i've been seeing all over social media we are celebrating michelle we like it's no other okay she's finishing dfl No, I wouldn't say that. I don't mind it, okay? She is incredible junior career, incredible amateur career, obviously did not live up to the hype, whether you call it injuries, pressure from her father or whoever the heck when she was younger, all the pressure she had on her. But the Michelle Wee hype on social media, I don't know if it's to get attention for the Women's Open, but it, it is next level. And to me, it's like comparing... Let's say this is Jason Duffner's last major championship, and we are celebrating Jason Duffner like we're celebrating Michelle Wee. So I, I just think it's it's a little much, but hey, I mean, you're celebrating a career of a big name on the LPGA Tour, but I don't think it comes to, I'm not offending anyone in saying this, that she is one of the most underperforming, underachieving professional golfers of all time. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's a very fair point. I mean, look, like I said, I per- I mean, she doesn't tee it anymore at all. So, I mean, personally, I think she's going to miss the cut by, by a huge margin. Um, you know, I, I'm expecting like a 79-79 out of her. I, I wouldn't be so shocked. He's teeing it up with Annika. I think Annika plays better than her. I don't think that's... Oh, 100%. I don't think that's... That Annika plays better than her. I think Annika plays better. I mean, this isn't. I mean, this is a you know a classic golf course. Annika knows how to play it. Um, you know, great putter. 
you need on these small you need you need to be on small greens like this so yeah i, I wouldn't be shocked but i will say look winner this week brooke henderson she's coming out on top for sure she's getting her third major championship um you know she played well at kpmg at balti i got to watch her for three days and she looked pretty pretty solid it was just um you know the putter let her down a little bit but She's hitting the ball incredibly well, so I, I, I'm I'm expecting her to have a great week and and should hoist the trophy come yeah, Drew, Sunday. Drew, this um all the hype. I think it's just trying to celebrate her swan song because she she ultimately got what modern women's golf on the map and to really celebrate that career. Uh, even though you know say if it's under underperforming or not, um, she was really uh she was really monumental to growing the game there. Uh, getting eyes on the screen and I know NBC is doing all they can to get coverage on this I think they're doing I think they're doing as much coverage maybe even more um that than they did for uh the men's US Open as well and also it's kind of like a ceremonial passing of the torch she was the big prodigy back in the day and now passing it over to Rojang who I think now is the favorite to win which is crazy to think um so it's going to be cool to see. I, there will be eyes on that. I a hundred percent will be watching. Um, and that's also just it being at Pebble uh, for her to end her, end her career there. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a storybook ending to uh, say the least. Yeah, no, I can't, can't uh, discredit her and the fact that she played in the PJ tour event and she made the coach tough four under. I mean, it's like, it's great career. I, I get, it's unfair for me to judge, but, you know, it's it's a great career. And yes, she definitely shifted the game of women's golf, as you say. And it's unfortunate that women's golf doesn't get as much attention as it should. And I could see why they'd be advertising it left and right and why I'm seeing it all over social media. So it makes sense. And it all it is also very, very cool that you mentioned the passing of the torch. The fact that her and Rojang both went to Stanford. I mean, you're passing it on to a girl who's already dominant and that's really cool and that's my pick to win this week because hey she has the course record and she shot it in a college event so mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if rojang just pulls a tiger and wins by like 15 or something but no it it is cool and uh i'm looking forward to it i love pebble and i want to see the ladies play on it because we rarely get to see it and see a different environment and we're not seeing them bomb at 300 yards and tear apart the golf course. So it's going to be interesting and refreshing to see the golf course played as it should be, as it was back in the day. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Um, but John Deere boys, what are, what are we thinking? Coop, you like this event. You're a John Deere kind of guy. Oh yeah, fifth major, baby, fifth major. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know me. I'm the I'm the guy who loves seeing those low scores. I've been really enjoying these past couple of weeks, and this is this is the pinnacle of uh, tearing up the golf course right here. Um, obviously not the best field, but it's again, it's some, it's a chance for somebody with a lesser name, uh, finally come through and maybe get their first win. I think my pick later, uh. Uh, could be telling to that so who knows you know what i love about this week too is that we get right up to the british o or the open championship excuse me and the top three finishes that aren't already in the championship get in it so it's always fun to watch that and you know us on this podcast we love the the lower level guys that get their chance to shine i mean a lot of people don't like this this week because you know 
featured group, we've got like JT Poston and like Zach Johnson and guys of the past. But I mean, it's it's stuff we like to watch. I love watching these smaller names, smaller guys get their opportunity. And it's an opportunity for PGA Tour fans that aren't really diehard and know every single name on tour. It's an opportunity for a guy to break through and for people to learn about them or people that have already been playing well this year that haven't gotten the attention they deserve to play well. Also, I will say about the John Deere, best team markers of the year, always. And I <laughs> love to go to it because it's just like the best overall environment. Like you can hop on like a John Deere tractor and like dig a hole if you want. And it's just like, it's so cool. All the things you could do at that tournament. So it seems I, like it's, it seems like it's one of those weeks where it's very fan friendly, like the travelers uh, where it, you're able to move around the course very well. You're able to have basically get a lot of use of the course's amenities and really, really kind of interact more with the course um, uh, rather than some of the big, some of the um, higher profile clubs. Yeah. And it's cool to go to an event, you know, like not an elevated event like travelers was, and I'm sure rocket mortgage was like this too, except the field was a little bit better. Like just as an attendee, like me growing up, going to the Honda Classic, going early in the morning or late in the afternoon, you get to watch these guys. And like, there's no one out there. If you're watching a cool group of like, hey, a couple rookies or some names, like these guys are still all on the PGA Tour. They pure the hell out of the golf ball. And it's just cool to be able to see an event where, hey, there might not be as many fans on a Friday or a Thursday. But to watch that, if I was there, I'd, I'd love to go. And unfortunately... I'm not in Chicago. It's only like an hour and a half or two hours from Chicago, but it's uh it's gonna be cool. And I'm I'm looking forward to it because I love watching lower level guys, lower names get their time to shine. And that's that's what we love on this podcast, and that's what we love to see. So John Deere week, baby. Why don't we get into the uh wanna get into the picks? Let's do it. Let's do it, boys. I mean, I've got I've got some names already. I mean, Drewby, I hate to do this one to you, but my DFL, I'm gonna steal your your classic here. It's gotta be it's gotta be the Gligster. You know, he's he's in the field. There's no way he's making this cut and no way he's gonna play well. It's it's gonna be low score in this week, so he'll probably finish DFL at around plus four, plus five. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you can take it from me. I'll find someone else. We've got so many names to choose from. So yeah. So why don't you go ahead? I'm gonna I'm gonna do some scrolling here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm scrolling as well, but uh, it, it's ultimately it's gonna be it's gonna be a guy that I've completely never heard of. Uh, William Mao. The oh, um, Mao, bro, he's a he's a young kid. He's a he's a good player. That's a bold pick. I, uh, I mean, we'll see him or I hate to I hate to say this one too because he has not been playing well, but he seems like he's just such a good guy, and he was profiled on a full swing last year. Uh, Joel Damon, um, yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully he finds his game again because he, he, I keep saying it, one of the good guys. I mean, I hate to do it to him here just because uh, it's kind of a tough pick, but Augusto Nunez. I was thinking of him, but yeah. I'll finish the DFL this week. I hate I hate the if I don't take Gligic, I mean it's tough for me to know, but I I'll, know I'll take Augusto Nunez finishing last. All right. All right. Um sleeper. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna change mine to Grayson Murray. 
He's playing well. He won on the Corn Ferry this year. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I still don't buy it. I, I find that 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 might be a little uh, hatred per person. That might be a little personal bias there. No, I don't. I don't dislike him like you do. I just dislike his attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, right, you want me to go, Derek Lamley? How about that? <laughs> I can go Derek Lamley for my DFL. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, anyway, guys. we'll keep Gligan nope. off the list here. Why don't yeah, we... we'll keep him off the list. Give me, um, give me your dark horse. My dark horse, yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to call this guy a dark horse, but, I mean, he just – I don't know. I think he's been playing well all year. And um, Chris Kirk, I mean, I could see him – coming out of nowhere this week and just and just lighten up the field. But I mean he's been he's been having a great he's probably one of the highest ranked players in the field. Probably. Yeah. Um so does that not count as a dark horse then? No, you can you can do it. I don't care. Um let me let me see. I mean I could do it I could do a better one. Could Honestly be. yeah. Yeah you know I'm keeping it for dark horse yeah. Um, Boys, we're getting the time of the middle of the summer where you're these tournaments where you just see just absolute random guys play very well. And we just love to see we just love to see him consistently play well in these tournaments. He's always good at the Barbersaw, but you know, just picking up the momentum and hopefully he wins the Barbersaw this year, maybe. Uh Jim Herman. Oh, Jim Her Hermie. Oh, Hermie's army. Yeah. Hermie. Oh, yeah, love him. <laughs> I don't gotta love it. Um, I'm gonna take a guy who's low key been playing well all year. He's kind of making his return. You, you're gonna pick Wesley? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna take Wesley. All right, all right. I want to, but I'm not going to because that would be predictable. But give me Justin Lauer. You know, he, he wow, wow, he played well last week. He had a top 10 finish last week, and I he's steadily been good the past two years. G- give me Justin Power as a dark horse here. All right, I respect that. I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, lock top 10. Um, this is the I've got a couple guys. I, I mean, I feel like the obvious choice is Ludwig Aberg, but I'm not going to use him. Um, fantastic player. Um, great showing last week. But my lock top 10 is going to be Nick Taylor. I think That's... just a sneaky good player. You know, that guy just sneaks, just comes out and just, you know, he'll fire – opening round 68 or something like that. But then he'll just cruise his way into the backdoor top 10, finish T9, something like that on the weekend. So I, I like him. All right. Well, uh, give me Eric Cole because why not? Well, he'll, right. probably, he'll probably win, but I'll take him as my lock top 10 because he's just the greatest golfer to ever live. So Eric Cole is my lock top 10 for the week. I like it. I'm between two guys. One of the, one of them is going to be my winner. Um, I, 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 I'm going to pick the, I'm going to pick the latter later. Cause I just really, really do love him this week. Uh, he's playing well, but this guy, he's one, 
he's won um way 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 in the wraparound this year um he's he's been getting into contention in the bigger tournaments and this is the time for him to really shine he'll be there on sunday adam Svensson. um i really think he's pulling he's pulling things right. um great ball striker and I he think is very easy course very easy course to attack and um it, you know if, again if you keep the ball straight you're gonna be you'll be within five feet on every hole uh here at a at a deer run so i like it i like it a lot now um i was going to go with taylor moore for my winner Ooh. however i'm changing it to bryce garnett <laughs> i think yeah. bryce garnett this is this is you know this it's just one of those weeks where you feel like you know bryce garnett's gonna come out and win this golf tournament because he's gonna fire a 61 somewhere you know and um he's just gonna play good golf the rest of the three days with just a few under par and he'll win around 20 under so Bryce Garnett's getting it done. I believe, I mean, what he's won the Puerto Rico or was it the Punta Cana? He's won that, I think. Like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's had an okay season. It's a couple top 25s, I think one top 10 or something like that. But, you know, not not up to where he's he's looking for. So, but look, I, I, I just have a good feeling. Um, I have a hunch. So just just keep an eye out for Bryce. Coop, what you got? All right. Um, he's going to do it, guys. He's going to do it, and I'm so excited for this week. Danny? Yep. Nah. <laughs> yep. Montgomery County proud. Uh, this He's been playing so well recently. I mean, he, he's able to go low. Uh, we saw at the Travelers. He, sh- he was – he almost hold out for 59. That – and you kidding me? You can – if you can attack that course, you can really attack this course. I could see a 59 this week out of somebody. This guy's going to go 64, 64, 62, 68 maybe. Uh, and he's just he's going to win by five. I love him this week. He's going to finally pull it together, and it's just going to make it's going to make the local boys here proud. I, I'm very, um, I'm very very confident. Uh, Would you cry? Would you be in tears if he ended up breaking the scoring record and winning? <laughs> uh i will have a smile on my face <laughs> all right, i'll, I'll all be right. crying for that one <laughs> all right Drewby. well like you say this is such a bryce garnett event to win to me this is such a chess and hadley event to win ah uh, yeah I, I agree has he I won agree. has he won before yeah he's got one or two because yeah. i always yeah. rem- i always remember when uh tournament was when um when we when DC had the tournament, he was always in one of those featured groups because he was on the rise, and then he kind of fell off a little bit, um, uh, like 2020, 2021. But you know, 18, 19, he was always around the top, and to see him come back and win a tournament like this would be awesome. Yeah, man, he's got to do it for Bojangles, right? Exactly. He's going to be snapping on all the greens on 18 when he's draining. I mean, on final round when he's draining all those birdie putts. Also, absolutely uh, surprise here, and I hope he plays well because it would just bring great TV coverage, great great attendance on a television and in person. Tommy Ganey in the field, yeah, uh, that's that could be a DFL. I mean, I, I'd love to see him play good golf because that's just entertaining to watch because that's one of the nastiest golf swings I've ever seen in my life. So 
I agree. How about how about this name on the upward trend, dude? He's coming back. Will Gordon. Oh, that's good. Good to see. You know, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he has a really good week. You know, we talk about guys that are like the same person on tour. To me, Will Gordon and Brandon Matthews are the same person. Robbie Shelton. Robbie Shelton, same person. They're all the same. Robbie As Shelton. a matter of fact, Robbie and Will are playing together tomorrow. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys saw today. Uh, Caitlin Clark played a practice round with uh, Zach Johnson, which was pretty yeah. cool. They seemed yeah. to get along really well, so that that was pretty cool. Zach Johnson, big uh, John Deere guy, so it makes sense that she played with him. Drewby, what did you think of Peter Quest last week? By the way, dude, I was so upset that he missed it by one. Getting this, yeah, status. He's in the field this week, right? He could yeah, play. He's playing. We can talk about him. That was he's playing uh, with uh, Trevor Werbelo tomorrow. Great, great, great group. But that was that was incredible though. Just like some of the. the yeah. The, the around the green, some of the short game, the guy, the, the shots he was hitting, he yeah. looked, looked like he's been out there the whole time. But yeah, you know, unfortunate that he missed out on that special temporary status. But I wouldn't be surprised if he finished top ten again and secured another start. He's That'd be awesome. Great golf. That'd be awesome. Um, hey, you want to do a little bit of a look ahead to the Open? Um, cool, kind of cool stories coming around. Matt Fitzpatrick's brother, uh, he qualified. Um, that's going to be a good story. Did yeah, he, he he qualified for it. Yeah, but did you see the shot he hit? No, I didn't. What happened? No, he, I actually missed it. On his knees, out of a pop bunker, he didn't have to make it to qualify, but it was a shot like during the round. On his knees, out of a pop bunker, hold it. It was like one of the sickest shots I've ever seen. It was so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that, that British uh, heritage. That's what that's what you get, man, growing up. We got some, some uh, something we love to see. Live guys having to qualify. Graham McDowell didn't even come close. Sergio missing out, which is just fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Blocky, Blocky tried to play. Michael Block, the legend. I don't think Westwood. Played. Yeah, Westwood. I don't think Blocky he didn't make it either. Poults. What about Poults? I don't even know if he tried. Did he try? I don't, I don't know. So is the field even out yet? No, no, no. Okay. But, but uh, look, I mean, it's going to be a good week this week. You know, I, I, I've I, never been the biggest fan of the golf course, but, you know, I like watching events like these just to see, like, like we always talk about, the up-and-coming guys and the guys from the past. So it's going to be a fun one. I mean, I know Drewby's looking forward to it. Coop's got Denny in mind, hoping he brings it home for Bethesda. Um, yeah, I mean – Coop, if he if he gets the win, it's probably going to be a party back down there, right? Oh, I bet it's. Uh, I already know. Uh, I already know a few people back back in the county are uh, uh, really really have really have their eyes on this one, and uh, so yeah. What's up, Drew? I will say it's going to bother me if I don't say it because I kind of have a feeling in the back of my head that he might win too. Steven Yeager is playing some great golf, so I think this yeah. is yeah. He was my pick last week. He he kind of yeah kind of me over the final round. This but. is kind of a Stephen Yeager sort of tournament too. So get Stephen Yeager, Chess and Hadley. If you got anyone listening wants to throw their money, Stephen Yeager, Chess and Hadley, you pick and thank me when one of them wins. Or that. also Will Gordon, <laughs> Robbie Shelton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
All right, everybody, that that's gonna do it for us. Uh, we've got some names for you. So look, I mean, you you do the picks, and uh, we're just happy to help. So we'll see which one comes on top come the weekend. So uh, we'll see you next week.